Hi there, listeners. Welcome to God's Story for Kids. I'm your host, Henry. Eh, you can call me Hank. And I'm Sophisticated. Sophie for short. We're so glad you're joining us today. It's a very special week. It is? Well, what's so special about it, Sophie? This is the first week of Advent. Oh, Verbrunt. I've heard of that. Verbrunt? What's that? It's a German word. I think it means something about burning. I don't know why there'd be a whole week for it. Well, I don't know German, and that's not what I said. I said Advent. What's Advent? Advent is the season in the church where we prepare for Christmas. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Getting ready for Christmas? Yes! We already put up our Christmas tree, but now we can hang our stockings and hide candy canes all over the house. And Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. That's all very fun stuff, but that's not what Advent is all about. But you said it's the season to prepare for Christmas. You're right. What I should have said is it's the season in the church where we prepare our hearts for Christmas. Prepare our hearts? How do we do that? We focus on hope, peace, love, and joy. It's all about waiting with hopeful anticipation for the arrival of the baby Jesus. That's what Advent means, arrival. You know, Sophie, I don't really like waiting. A lot of people don't like waiting, but that's one of the cool things about Advent. We get to practice hopeful waiting. My mom is hopeful I stop waiting to do my science fair project. What do you mean? I have this big science fair project due soon, and I just keep putting it off. My mom keeps telling me to get it done, but I think I'll tell her I'm waiting with hopeful anticipation that my rock project will do itself. Hold on there, Hank. It sounds like you're procrastinating, and that's different. That's not what Advent is about. Yeah, yeah, okay, I know. So what have you done so far? For my rock project? Well, I found some really good jokes. Jokes? Yeah, like this one. What did the rock want to be when it grew up? A rock star! Good one, Hank. Oh, here's another one. Why does a space rock make the best rock soup? Because it's a little meteor! Get it, Sophie? Meteor? Meteor? It's so good! You got me again, Hank. But it really sounds like you're putting off what you know you should be doing. What's the problem with that? Well, have you ever heard of Jonah? The guy that got swallowed by a whale? Technically, it was just a big fish, but yep, that's the guy. What about him? He was putting off what he knew he should be doing, too, and it didn't go so well for him there for a while. What do you mean? God had a job for Jonah to do, but Jonah didn't want to do it. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh to tell the people there that God loved them, but Jonah, he ran the other way. Like he was trying to run away from God? He tried, but we can never run away from God. Jonah didn't care. He got on a boat and started sailing in the opposite direction of Nineveh. It wasn't long before a huge storm came up and the boat started to sink. So Jonah told the sailors to throw him overboard and the storm would stop. Wait a minute. How did Jonah know the storm would stop? He knew God was trying to stop him. So the sailors threw him into the water with a great big splash. And as soon as he was thrown in, the storm stopped. And just then... Oh, oh, I know what happened next. The storm stopped and a huge fish swam up and 
swallowed Jonah whole. Yep. Jonah sat in darkness in the belly of that fish for three whole days. What did he do? What could you do inside a big fish? He realized his plan was silly. He told God sorry for running away, and he asked God to forgive him. And after three days, the big fish spat Jonah out. Yep. The fish spit him out right onto the beach. And again, God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. And this time, Jonah said yes. He went straight to Nineveh and told everyone about God's love. Are you telling me if I don't do my science fair project, I'm going to get swallowed by a big fish? No, but I am telling you if you keep running away from what you know you should do, things aren't going to go very well. It's always better to make the right choice the first time around. So let me just ask one more time. Are you telling me that I need to do more than just look for rock jokes? Yes. But listen to this one. Who is a rock's favorite band? The Rolling Stones! Are you saying that won't be good enough for my project? Hank, stop procrastinating. Do your work. Fine. But do you want to hear the best rock joke? Sure. Give me a minute and I'll dig something up. Oh, Hank. (laughs) What's a rock's favorite cereal? Oh, what? Fruity Pebbles! Okay, Hank, these rock jokes are getting a little old. You're right. When were rock puns the funniest? Never. During the Stone Age. Okay, okay, I'm done with the jokes. No more waiting. I'll get to work on my project. For real this time. I mean, there's still some waiting. Ooh, what do you mean? You just told me... Th- I, I know what I said about your rock project, Hank. You should start working on that. But like I said earlier, this is the first week of Advent, so there's still some waiting to do. Oh, yeah. Waiting for Christmas. It's hard to wait for some things. Yep. But have you ever heard the phrase, the best things are worth waiting for? Yeah. Well, they weren't talking about your schoolwork. But during this season of Advent, we're waiting to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And he is the best thing. Kids, what are some ways you prepare your hearts and get ready to celebrate Christmas? Go to church services before opening any presents. Give people resources. Tell friends and family about God's love. Ask Jesus for knowledge. Tell Jesus a story before you open presents. Oh, those were some very good ways to celebrate, listeners. You gave me some ideas, too. And this is where your story meets God's story, kids. This is a special time of year where we all get to prepare our hearts for Jesus. Talk to your family this week and make a plan for something you can do together. There are some really fun ways to get ready for Christmas without getting distracted by all the extra stuff this time of year. It's important to show Jesus that He matters most. And always remember, kids, that you matter. You are loved and you are part of God's story. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.